Hey folks, it's Claire here and um, it's a lovely sunny Sunday afternoon at the mill and I thought I was just emailing somebody about um, the question we get asked a lot which is where does the name Prickly Thistle come from and uh, so I sent him back all the different parallels to the meaning and um, it's just when I was writing it I thought actually it'd be really good to share with, with people on our You Can't Say That podcast. Um, and yeah, so the name Prickly Thistle. So yeah, what does it mean? And why did we go with the name Prickly Thistle? So there's four four kind of main interpretations um, or rationales um, for yeah a, a textiles company being called Prickly Thistle. And I know I've had some people say to me, oh, Prickly Thistle, that's not maybe a good name for a fabric company because that might mean it's itchy and stabby. And, and you think, okay, that's good, but you're thinking. So, that, so that's... So we've kind of succeeded in the sense that, you know, it's a thought provoking name. But anyway, so the four kind of main interpretations I have of why we are called Prickly Thistle. So one is, I think, you know, so many people will know that the national flower of Scotland, of course, is the mighty thistle itself. So we're very proud of our heritage and culture and our identity. We're so humbled by how much people around the world love it. We know we have a huge family diaspora with our our past and, and some of the sadder events, I suppose, that's happened in, in Scotland and in the Highlands in particular. So it has allowed that whole, as I say, community to have a massive spread, geographic spread around the world. So yeah, the national flower of Scotland is the thistle. And then you think about the other sort of national sort of key symbols of Scotland and that is tartan our national dress so so here we are prickly thistle very much paying respect and pride with regards to our national flower and our national dress and we've combined the two so we're prickly thistle and we only weave tartan designs so that's number one number two the thistle so when you start to read about the thistle thistle itself as a plant or some people call it a weed or you know, is that derogatory? You can't call it a weed. You know, weeds have this kind of definition of being things that we need to destroy, but it's a living thing. And yeah, and and, and when you look at it in a, as a living thing, a plant, you know, it's very, very feisty in that it's, you know, it when it takes grip, it never lets go. And it can spread, it can grow in harsh conditions. Um, it kind of, you know, it builds up its own levels of defence, I suppose, its resilience. And that kind of characteristics of the plants, I like to think that we've kind of in sort of encompassed, endured, embraced and become in the sense that, you know, we have we've had this never give up attitude since the very beginning with prickly thistle. And we've had to, yeah, we've had to kind of develop our ways of surviving and thriving. And we would like to think that once we are able to connect with people and they see the real sort of purpose laid bunch of people that we are um yeah there's there's kind of no longer we must kind of you know pull this plant out of the ground and get rid of it they kind of start to say hmm we quite like um this um kind of unusual um unusual kind of yeah kind of symbol in our life I suppose but so yeah so the thistle the prickly thistle the yeah second kind of rationale story behind it is just 
by the plant itself, its tenacity and its integrity and that it never gives up and it kind of adapts to its environments um, so that it can stay basically and, and, and exist. So that's, I like to think that's what we do as well. And moving on to number three. So another reason why prickly thistle is our name is going back to the point I said at the beginning now without thinking about thistle being you know necessarily something that's really um, stabby because the thistle head itself is not is not dangerous we get that you know some of the bars on the on the leaves and the, and the stem can be a little bit prickly but it's actually a highly textured natural fiber plant and I like to think that when people see what we create both in fabrics and the garments that they are highly textured natural fibers um and also things of beauty um yeah that that are going back to the number one there but going back to that sort of symbolism of of scotland both in its flower and its its fabric but it's um yeah it's just that kind of yeah the kind of the sensory piece of prickly thistle um yeah it's just natural fibers and its symbolism and as i say we like to think that that transcends not only just to our name but actually what we produce every day here at the mill so so that's number three and then number four I think for me now is like one of the most significant ones um in terms of it's sort of the parallel with us as a I'd say we say brand but we're a bunch of people doing what we are really proud to be doing and we absolutely love it and we feel like we're on this big mission but I feel like this sort of yeah, as I say, this sort of parallel and definition of the of the name prickly thistle is something that's just become so relevant to the future of what we've learned over the last four years. So that's this, this is taking the context of the thistle, and the past has always influenced what we do without a doubt. So we are the paradox of we say here's the past, but it's also the future. Um, but the thistle, I mean, some people might know this, but the thistle became the national flower of Scotland because. The, the legend goes that that saved the life of many clansmen um this is back in sort of viking invasion um times but there was a land um on the coast of scotland not terribly sure where but um there was a land an invasion planned by the vikings and um so there were sleeping uh highlanders i believe and so they'll be in the north coast somewhere so they were sleeping and they so the vikings landed and wanted to invade but as they came on shore it was that very you know feisty little sort of slightly jabby uh, plant that we had growing everywhere that um alerted the sleeping highlanders to the invasion so the vikings are coming barefoot on shore and yeah it was slightly uncomfortable underfoot and really that kind of saved um saved the men's lives um probably women there too children so and then quite often that's reported as one of the reasons as to why it became the national flower because it saved the lives of these people so 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 go, going on to that kind of honing in on that kind of key part there saving lives and I think for us you know it's it sounds probably really dramatic because we you know we're not trained sort of medical professions and that's when you're truly looking at saving lives but we're very aware over the last four years about the impact of just fabrics in general around the world massive learning for us we had no idea when we started this or me in particular that I would learn so much about the impact of fabric production and fabric use in every sense and how it's actually doing anything but saving lives and it can be hugely damaging to yeah 
just people's lives every day involved in that that particular industry and then you know the future lives of those that we'll never meet certainly by the planet destruction that is you know that it's really sort of hands up guilty for so prickly thistle so the thistle saved lives the night of the viking invasion and i like to think prickly thistle as we become braver and bolder and realizing our responsibility in the world of fabrics that we're now part of that we hope to save lives which sounds like wow you know you're a textiles company how can you do that but it's really trying to kind of it's not really so that people can learn i think it's more about remembering the damage that textiles can cause and connecting with that and you know the realization of actually how much petrochemical fast fabrics fast fashion we consume and that's not just you know saying fast fashion because that's what we wear but there's just a lot of fabrics that are just so single use disposed of and we just don't really think about where how they became to be and then their end of life you know once that's out of your hand and you've popped it in whatever bin you know what actually happens to that so I think where we can as a business and and fly the flag of prickly thistle above our door then you know I think this particular parallel of saving lives the thistle saved the lives of those those sleeping highlanders how could we actually be brave enough and you know have the courage to stick in dig in keep our sleeves rolled up firmly to really sort of try and help save lives and inspire that that remembering when we used to do things just a little bit kinder um and you know we consumed less and we made things in a slightly kinder responsible way not even the word sustainable anymore because that gets hijacked all over the place right now you know what's sustainable nobody knows really nobody knows what sustainable means but as responsible i suppose you know looking at sustainable you know if you do anything on a continued basis is that you know that's being sustainable but if you're not meant to keep doing it then what you know it's like yeah it's a paradox itself but yeah textile's been the second most damaging sector globally um yeah so the thistle prickly thistle that's us if we can do our little bit from the highlands of scotland to help the global community remember how we actually don't need all of this stuff we don't need all of these fabrics and as i say it's not what we wear it's what we look in the medical world it's what we look in constructions that's in buildings that's the carbon fiber that's just another fabric um you know we use that for making you know cars and boats and all sorts of things but these are all fabrics and um you know man-made synthetics or man-made with natural fibers you know some i would even argue that you know you look at paper and packaging you know that's another form of fabric so so how could we save lives as prickly thistle back in the day this mighty little flower plant weed whatever you want to call it saved the lives of people who lived in scotland from an invasion so how could we yeah how could prickly thistle become to known as that little brand that did its bit for the people that yeah we'll never meet but we really know that we have a duty of care for so there you go four kind of you know interpretations of prickly thistle why we why i chose the name prickly thistle and what it has you know has sort of evolved and developed into um from the kind of traditional national flower to looking at the plant and its character looking at the plant and its actual physical texture and symbolism to the fact that actually it saved lives so there you go so that's a little bit of a 
run through of, of prickly thistle and what it the what the name means and who knows in this time next year or 10 years from now could it actually have another meaning i do not know but um i hope that yeah we, we just we remain mobile and agile which is a bit like the plant too actually so we'll just have to yeah we sort of yeah live within our environment and the main thing is never giving up and and being relevant being there being present and yeah as long as we hold on to our purpose-led commitment then i think will hopefully always do a good job for for everyone really so there you go i'm going to sign off now and um we'll catch you all later bye